right, hello, welcome to the Once a Week Podcast. I'm Jonas. This is Matthew. Uh, This is our first episode. Uh, To give a little rundown, what we're going to be doing is uh, for 2021, we wanted to experience a lot of new music. So our resolution was to listen to one new album per week that neither of us have heard and then just do like a quick discussion on it and uh, because we're nerds we wanted to record it and then post it publicly yeah it's just for fun you know talk about music because we do that a lot anyway yeah um so we're just gonna get right into it um the first album we've picked for the year was picked by me we're, we're alternating picks I picked um, I Need to Start a Garden by Haley Hendrix, released in 2018. Uh, it's Hendrix's debut album. Um, it's the follow-up to her Fish Eyes EP that was released in 2016. Um, and it is described uh, by Hendrix as a, quote, recalling of 60s and 70s folk mixed with a love of jazz radio. Yeah, very folk with some, uh, like, brass added which is an interesting combo very like subtle trombone i enjoy it yeah no it's it's a it's a cool combination um so Haley hendrix was born in stockton california but grew up in oregon and from what i found uh said that she was raised kind of in the church which uh makes sense based on some of the themes found on the album um there's some subtle themes of like uh, religious past or like dealing with uh, some ghosts of of someone's religion which uh, I think make a lot of sense especially in reading that maybe the religious aspect waned from her life a little bit later on Um, so I'm gonna go into just like my impressions for a little bit and then Matthew will give his Um, so this album's kind of like right up my alley. Uh, I like like the folky indie female vocalist kind of soft uh, music, so I'm predisposed to like something like this. Um, I definitely liked the themes that the album visited. Uh, it's called "I Need to Start a Garden," and there's definitely a lot of references to like what a garden represents like uh that's something that someone starts personally and then it grows into something that affects multiple people like feeds a community except in this case it's usually talking about a relationship um there's a lot of reference to the natural world and uh it's used as like an allegory for things in personal life uh, specifically the song the bug collector um talks about how there's uh, bugs in the house that Hendrix resides in uh, which is clearly like a reference to problems in a relationship she's in because bugs are you know like scary uh, but they're not really there to cause harm Uh, that's just something that makes people uncomfortable Um, so that's that's like uh, my my opinions on on the album I I I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was um, it was beautiful. Nothing too intricate, but I, 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 I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. 
Yeah, so since Jonas picked, he went first. So getting to my thoughts, I'm mostly in consensus. Um, folk music, um, it's not like super my thing, but I could definitely get into it. And for this album, I did. Um, I really thought that the tracks were very well placed in the album. I thought that it had some really cool instrumentals, like a lot of it was a lot of acoustic guitar, but then it would also have like backing vocals or like um, like trombone, as you said, or any brass instrument. And sometimes like an electric guitar would randomly show up, and I thought that was super cool. But um, what carried it for me, I think, was the songwriting. She's a very good songwriter. She can definitely be. She can describe relationship problems using like nature imagery which I think is cool and as a big theme on the album is like um, insecurity about your body especially in relation to someone else she gets super into that on her song show you a body where she talks about showing like her body to her partner for the first time and she like relates it to like it's just there's so much shame in her lyrics about it and it's like really sad but it's really beautiful and how she describes how she kind of like jumps off an edge in a way to like open herself up to a partner which is like very like upsetting like we should feel super open with our partner but as much as we try and help it there's just things that we can't shake but overall I'm super impressed I hadn't really heard of Haley before this and I didn't know what to expect going into it um, but, and it's, it's her like first major outing as like a musician. So it's, I think it's a very good folk singer songwriter record and it delivers both instrumentally and lyrically. And I really like a lot of the themes that are on the album. So those are my thoughts. So I guess now we discuss, yeah, it's just open discussion. we can just get into some cool, cool, casual discussion about <laughs> albums that we do every day um it was it was it felt like a very concise album to me like yeah. it doesn't i you know I, I like i prefer shorter albums um because you can be in and out and re-listen to it and and I, this is like it's like eight tracks like yeah it's like she says what she needs to say she yeah. doesn't she doesn't really stick around for yeah. no reason um the like longest track is worth it because it's like a three-part track yeah and that song bangs it's so no, it's good. really good it's so good um and the fact that like your longest track is like i mean i don't mind a long track but like it's, it's it doesn't it doesn't feel like it drags on or makes the record too long in comparison to the other shorter tracks no it was really smart to make it like a three-act thing it doesn't get stale it like changes up which is like you could make it three different songs because it's like kind of different but since they all tie super heavily into one another just make it one song and you know i like i also i really like i think she's just a, a strong vocalist yeah. like and uh there's like part she's very mild-mannered the whole time mm -hmm. but then she'll have those little like breakout moments where she's she's not like screaming but she's definitely like she's raised her voice and by comparison it's like it feels extremely emotive as if she could be screaming like yeah. there's the part on um shalala where she obviously says like i need to start a garden four times and by the end it's like oh she's like she's yelling yeah, she, it's like she, it's like yelpy yeah and then um 
uh, when on 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 the track um, show you a body at the end where she says um, I'm humbled by breaking down it also gets kind of yelpy as it goes on um, which I don't know I feel like there's a certain amount of power kick behind that because she just repeats the same line over and over again but it, it gets more emotive as it goes on yeah I, she's she was very good at like motifs and bringing stuff back like going back to um shalala she talks about the milk being sour that's like the start of every verse but then like at the end of the song she's like i'm throwing out the milk she talks about olives and she gets rid of the olives and um that's where she starts yelling i need to start a garden like that's the shift in the song and she uses repetition to signify that shift which is like I guess classic nerd poetry technique, but she's good at it. It works. I can see why it's a technique. Yeah. Um, I also, I mean, I, I talked to you about the, the Tiny Desk concert, uh, which is phenomenal. I, yeah. I think that's definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. And that's where I learned like uh, that the opening track, No Face, is like um, references... Miyazaki spirited away which is like really cool to me because Mm -hmm. that's obviously a great movie um and it's like it just ties into like a fictional character but like it makes complete sense even if you didn't know that it did like it's just about like a depending on how you treat yourselves and others in relationships like you could become like like a nobody uh I think that's that's cool and you know like we're both movie nerds so they like yeah. scratches an itch yeah, cool reference thanks um, a track that like stuck out to me a lot was um, Untitled God Song oh yeah it's like kind of it's not like it's not like bad it's just like it sticks out because it's like way different and it's mm-hmm. it's talking about kind of like it's like a love song in a way and it's like talking about well, maybe my God, like, isn't perfect. And she's obviously comparing it to herself. She's like, her shoes are all dressed up. Her coach bags are knockoff. Like, it's it's very, like, and then it gets into the, um, like, the body image issues. She's like, well, maybe my God has thick hips and big lips. And she talks, she makes, like, a video game reference. Like, she talks about, like, the Nintendo 64, yeah. which is funny. But, um... I thought it was cool that she got like into religion because you said there was like a religious background but I didn't really pick up on it until Untitled God song yeah for sure that I think that's the most like like hits you in the face with like okay there's like a religious background here yeah like she obviously has some things to say about the idea of God and like a lot of I put in my thoughts for it I put pog coping <laughs> which like yeah i i guess that would be a coping mechanism like yeah. kind of she's not like abandoning her religion she's like well maybe it's not as black and white yeah as and maybe she doesn't actually believe that she's just singing that to like like put into words how she feels about maybe herself or how she's perceived but um you know and i put cool outro because instrumentally, this record's really good. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's subtle. It's yeah. It's not, and like usually I like big, 
like boisterous instrumentals even on like more mellow records and stuff you know like fleet foxes and stuff like they have a lot more yeah no, mellow it's, but it's yeah. still like it's a illustrious. lush it's lush but like this was all very subtle like i like okay i thought of the comparison of like like an album i listen to that has a lot of like brass or like horns is like illinois and like sufjan yeah. and like that's like all up in your face and it's great i love it but like yeah this has like horns that are just like they're there they're kind of just like there yeah and and ooh, it was ooh, it was good yeah was and good. i you know uh, my which is where i like am it's hard for me to get super into folk because a lot of it could just be like guitar and singing yeah. and like even though that could be powerful if it's a whole record of that I'm going to prefer something that's maybe not as emotionally potent, mm -hmm. but has some cooler stuff going on instrumentally. Yeah. It's probably because, like, I'm an orchestra kid, and I like cool instrumentals, because, like, that's all orchestra is. Yeah. But um, I'm just a sucker. And, like, first, like, Sufjan, yeah, like, Illinois is great, because it's, like, it's, like, a symphony. Like, he's got so much going on. Yeah, like, literally. But this is still really good, even though it's a couple instruments, and they're all like yeah. They got like the drums, they got uh, guitars, some brass, um, and like the occasional background vocals. Yeah. Oh yeah, I wrote that down in my notes. Background vocalist Lily Breshears. Breshears. Sure. Kills it. Kills yeah. It. No. The back. I first I thought it was Haley herself. And I was like, wow, she's, like, really talented. She can, like, do these, like, two different voices. But no. then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, it's just two different people. But yeah, it's, just, it's good. I like I like the, just the construction of it. You yeah. know, it feels, like, very tight. Like, it's yeah. a very tight record. Yeah. All killer, no filler, as they'd say. I, there's definitely nothing I would skip. Yeah, I, I mean, say... do we, should we... Oh, I'll talk about the last track, Drinking Song. Yeah. I wasn't super into that song. It felt... Like, it's not a bad song, but it's, like, the closer to, yeah. like, this super good album, and it doesn't really deliver. I don't, yeah, I don't think Drinking Song is on par with everything else. It's not a bad song. No, it's like, a, it's like a anti-party song yeah. for me, but, and, like, even though I agree with a lot of the sentiments she has, it's, like, kind of weak, yeah. kind of a weak track. Yeah, I would say, um, to, to round out the, the discussion, my, my favorite tracks were... Bug Collector, Worth It, and Um Shalala. Um, and then my least favorite track was Drinking Song. Um, yeah. Um, my favorite tracks, I'd say, were definitely Bug Collector, mm -hmm. Worth It, and um, Show You a Body. Those, I think, yeah. were my favorites. Yeah. And then your least favorite? Uh, least favorite, Drinking Song, yeah. probably. So we're in agreement there. We do. Um, we're going to give all of our records a letter grade. Um, I'm feeling a B plus on uh, I need to start a garden uh, because I thought it was really good. I'm not going to I'm not going to break into the A's yet because it's like week one and I feel like that's a very bold claim to already go there. And I also feel like it's really good. Uh, I really like it, but as someone who frequents this genre a lot, I don't think it like it definitely doesn't revolutionize anything. Um, so I don't want to go like highest tier I can, but mm -hmm. I I really really like this album a lot. So I'm going with B plus on this. Yeah, um, I am feeling mostly the same way. Definitely a like strong B B plus. Yeah, mostly because like it's just solid. Like it's just a really solid. Yep. 
and it has things that stick out to me that are as good that yeah it doesn't blow me away in anything it doesn't like could do a cool new sound it just takes the genre it's in and kind of just delivers a solid album and um you know it's got good songwriting and definitely for her first like studio debut that's it's really strong yeah i i think definitely an artist i'm gonna keep an eye on yeah she's um, uh, one to keep her keep her looking at yeah um all right so that's gonna do it for episode one uh yeah. very exciting um i do want to take a quick second and thank our friend Maya for designing our logo super cool uh, if you're interested in any commissions from her, you can check out her art page on Instagram. That's at maze.ink, M-A-Y-Z-E dot I-N-K. She did a great job. Thank you, Maya. We think you're the best. Yeah. Thank, thank you for, on such short notice, making yeah. that, um, some cover art for us. Because um, we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. And we still don't. But we'll, we'll figure things yeah. out, hopefully. Uh, next week, it is your pick for an album. Do you want to let people know what we're going to be listening to yes so it is they're i they're considered i think pop punk uh, it's a band called deer hoof and um their most recent record which i think came out in 2020 yeah. called future teenage cave artists yeah. that's what we'll be looking at next week so um hopefully it'll be good you know you never want to hope you're listening to a bad album that's usually not a wish you had all right. Thank you for joining us on One Thanks Week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Friday. Yup.